We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Roberts, Director of Recruiting here at irishbreakdown.com. Make sure before we start into this video, boards.irishbreakdown.com is the place to be as we approach June, a ton of official visitors, and then obviously we'll be getting into the summer side of preparation for the 2023 season. So we'll have some recruiting intel, some team intel, everything you need at irishbreakdown.com as well as boards.irishbreakdown.com. Coming to you live on a Thursday. Unfortunately, we were not able to have a live show today, but I still want to give you all a little bit of video and podcast content today. So what I really wanted to hit on today, which I think is a really interesting conversation, which was actually which was actually kind of working off of an article that Brian Driscoll put out the other day at irishbreakdown.com. You can find it on site still. It's called NFL Draft Results. Show Notre Dame's recruiting strategy is on target. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today was the trends that we are seeing in recruiting for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, specifically in the 2024 recruiting class. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We talked a whole lot about 
flat, you know, flashing back a little bit to the 2023 recruiting class. It was Notre Dame's first year under Marcus Freeman in its entirety as the lead man in charge of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. We talked about what are some priority areas, what are some positions of need, what is the philosophy behind the recruiting for Notre Dame. Chad Bowden, of course, a heavy involvement and a heavy importance in this area. I mean, we just really can't quantify enough just how important he is for this entire process. And the rest of his recruiting staff obviously brought him over from the University of Cincinnati. Marcus Freeman was very familiar with Chad Bowden, so wanted him to be obviously spearhead the recruiting process for the University of Notre Dame. And I feel like year one, we got a good glimpse into what are some of the priority areas, how Notre Dame is really going to attack the recruiting process in general. But that can be a little bit of a cloudy assessment because we know that every year is different. There's going to be some years where there's a heavy concentration of talent in the Midwest. There's going to be other years that maybe it's a little bit light. Maybe you need to go into different regions and different areas and really hit a little bit of a different philosophy. But year two in 2024, I feel like has given us some additional clarity to what recruiting trends will stick and which ones could evolve. So I really want to dive into this. And again, that that article that Brian wrote, I think has a, a lot of great information, obviously. But I think the one baseline starting points, which I think is really cool, is he he had a section in there where he showed the results in the last five years of the NFL draft, it showed how many players had been drafted from each state, at least the top 20 overall. And there wasn't a ton of surprises at the very top. You you would expect in some type of order, Florida, Texas, and then California to be right near the top as far as producing NFL-level talent. Those are the three states that typically people look at and say, that's where the talent comes from. In a little bit of a surprise, just a slight one, Texas actually had the most over Florida. I feel like there's kind of an assumption that Florida would be number one in that in that regard. But here we see Texas actually is the lead with 155 draft picks over the last five years, followed closely by Florida at 150. Those two had kind of been a little bit of the separators. But then there's a real surprise for me because I expected California to probably be the next one. They're close. Number four overall, California came in with a 107. But Georgia, 108 total players, which if you look at just the recruiting classes that Georgia has been putting out over the last few years, it shouldn't be a total surprise. Georgia is putting out just a plethora of top-shelf talent, not only into college football, but into the NFL over the last few years. So that accordance has happened to these results. Those are the four states by far that are the the heaviest producers of talents going from college to the NFL. After number four of California, again, with 107 total players in that five-year span, you have a pretty significant drop-off. Not not pretty significant, a a significant drop-off. Nearly half of a drop-off, 50%. Louisiana comes in at number five with 54 total. So there's a big drop-off from four to five. So those top four are pretty – that's a tier, right? Like I would say – one and two are a clear tier one, then two and three and four are the clear two. And then that tier break really falls to the Louisiana at five, 
Ohio, surprisingly, well, not super surprisingly, because Ohio plays really good football, at number six at 52, followed by North Carolina with 46, Alabama with 41, a developing state, Michigan with 36, which I thought was a little bit of a surprise. They're actually over Maryland in this conversation with 35. So Michigan actually over Maryland, over Pennsylvania with 34 as well. A little bit of a surprise. New Jersey also a little bit further down than I would have anticipated. They have number 28. They are tied for 16th in that regard. So that just kind of gives you a little bit of glimpse. Again, if you want the visual, because I'm a, I know I'm a visual learner, go to irishbreakdown.com. Go take a look at that article if you want to just kind of look at, with your eyes, some of the results that I just talked about there. So how why does that matter is, is the great question, right? Why does that matter? Because I do think that there is a accordance of where your target needs to be and where the priorities need to be. And it has to be built off of data. Where did the best football players come from historically, at least in the last five years in recent memory. And I feel like Notre Dame is really tackling that well in not only the 2024 recruiting class, which we'll talk about, but the 2023 as well. And I want to start right at top state, the state of Texas, the Lone Star State. A place that me and Brian and everyone in Irish Breakdown, including Sean Davis and everybody, have been adamant that Texas is a state that Notre Dame needs to have a imprint in. They need to. You need to get a couple guys out of there three to four at times every single year. Why? One, because it's the biggest developer of talents. Two, you're Notre Dame. You recruit you recruit nationally, so you should be able to tap into all the talent pools at times. There should be no talent pool that is off limits in, in an entirety. That just should never be a thing. And also, I think that Texas for is very underrated in the sense that they are pro-Notre Dame for a couple different reasons. One, they're high-level football. They really have a deep belief in the history behind football. And Notre Dame still rings that legacy aspect of it. And then the other side is, is that Texas has good school systems. They are. So you'll find kids that I think fit academically in at Notre Dame pretty consistently. So Texas, looking at what they've been able to do, 2023 and 2024. 2023, we talked about this a ton. They received commitments and had four players sign in the 2023 class, which included Jaden Greathouse came out of Austin Westlake, one of the premier programs in all of high school football. He won three state championships and didn't lose a game for two straight years, a part of Austin Westlake. I think they had like a 53-game winning streak, just absolutely incredible. Braylon Braylon James, who's from a similar area there, he he is from Round Rock, Texas. He went went to a couple different schools there, but he is from Round Rock, which is in the Austin-ish area. Then you got Caleb Smith, who's another wide receiver out of Texas, who is, you know, again, we'll talk about the fit at some point here as far as wide receivers. We've talked about it a ton. I think all three of those guys fit very well because they're all very different football players. But then you got Micah Bell, who Micah Bell is out of Kincaid School in Dallas, Texas. He is one of the premier track and field athletes in the 2023 class, you know, 10, 400 meter guy, dynamic player. So not only are you getting players out of the state of texas in 2023 you also got athletes you got three wide receivers two of them very highly rated and you got micah bell who is one of the top athletes from just a speed perspective in the 2023 class you got him as a cornerback in 2023 as well Uh, 
And, I mean, and again, this is going to bring back some harsh memories. They also had a commitment at one point from Peyton Bowen, who was a star five-star safety that ended up signing with the University of Oklahoma. But at, even with the loss of Peyton Bowen, you still signed four players in the 2023 class, which was more than Notre Dame had signed out of the state of Texas in the previous five cycles. They only had three players that they had signed out of Texas, the previous five recruiting classes, they which they did more in one single cycle, which I think is just, you want proof of where the trends are going and where the priorities are? Texas is a clear priority for the University of Notre Dame. And that has, talk about how things continue right now trends continue because that's that's a trend right like a trend is not just a one-year sample size a trend is something that goes over to the next year and next year and next year you have a clear priority to get into texas i think that you're seeing that in 2024 so far already have a commitment from leonard moore who's also out of round rock texas i actually out of round rock high school in the state of texas another talented athlete in the 2024 class Talked about three wide receivers and a corner in 2023. You already have a commitment from a cornerback out of the Lone Star State as well. But it's not going to stop there, which is, again, where we're talking about trends. Getting one player out of the state of Texas to follow up three, um, follow up four in 2023, it's not bad, but you still want to continue to get as much players that fit and the talent level that you want to continue to pull out of a state like Texas. So Notre Dame currently is in on several players in the state. I would argue a couple of them have become priority players for Notre Dame. Talk about Logan Thomas, who's out of Pataw High School in Katy, Texas. Defensive end, 6'4", 210 pounds. Very talented edge rusher, super twitchy, long, explosive a little bit raw as a football player, but athleticism is through the roof. Notre Dame is in a good spot with Logan Thomas going into this summer session. I expect them to be a heavy player for them, and I would call them the leader for a guy like Logan Thomas today. So with that in mind, you get another player who, again, we're not just talking about offensive linemen. We're not just talking about big interior defense linemen. We're talking about athletes here. Logan Thomas is an incredibly twitchy edge rusher, Viper type that Notre Dame needs more of. So they're in a good spot for him. Another player that they are heavily pursuing is Kedron Young, who is a running back out of Lufkin, Texas, who is a five foot 10, five foot 11, 215 plus pound running back. They hope to pair him with Aeneas Williams, who we'll talk about a little bit later when we get to Missouri in the 2024 recruiting class. He has an official set up for June. I think that Notre Dame has a tremendous opportunity to hopefully push for him and a guy that they would love to be in the class. Then you have a couple after that, let's say in theory, you're able to land both those players to go with Leonard Moore. That would be a stellar three-man class out of the state of Texas, backing up the four-man class in 2023. Notre Dame has the rise on a couple really talented safeties in the 2024 class as well. A couple guys that are a little bit more of a projection but really talented. One is Paul Menke Jr., who is out of Samuel Clemens High School in Shirts, Texas, for a son of former Washington State quarterback and basketball player of the same name, obviously. 6'2", 180 pounds, very talented athlete, as is Oliver Miles the third, who is out of El Campo, Texas. You put on this kid's film, he's playing quarterback, 
playing some wide receiver. He's running the football. He's playing safety, obviously, as well. Notre Dame likes his upside, obviously, as an athlete. So there is potential that you could conceivably land another four-man class in the state of Texas. And who knows who's added to the board at some point, how priorities change of certain positions. But I think that you can see by the actions and obviously the the spots that Notre Dame is really pushing for in 2024, there is a clear objective to continue to land players out of the Lone Star State. Also, quick note on that, 12 players in the 2025 class have already been offered from the state of Texas as well. So that continues, again, looks like it continues to, to, uh, to continue. Looks to continue to continue. That's a terrible sentence, but I think that trend is going to continue into the near future. I want to talk about Georgia because this is a really interesting case study for 2024. 2023, you did not get a single recruit out of the state of Georgia. And as I talked about before, they were number three on this list as far as putting out the most NFL talent. They had 108 players drafted out of the state of Georgia over the last five years. And I feel like Notre Dame, and this is partly speculation by me, I feel like Notre Dame is looking at these trends and understanding that where they really need to make their impacts. Because you look historically, Notre Dame has had good success in the state of Georgia as far as who they have developed from there. Kyle Hamilton, star safety, Stephon Tuitt, great pass rusher, big defensive end in a 3-4 back in 2012 team. Darius Walker, who's one of the better running backs that we've seen of them in the last 20 years, very productive football player. Isaac Rochelle, who spent a long time in the NFL. Wes Pritchett was a guy back in, you know, in the 90s that was also a, a good football player in the NFL for, for several years there. And then Deion Colsey is a new guy, obviously, on Notre Dame's team that should be counted upon heavily in 2023, as well as Jane Thomas, uh, also out of the state of Georgia, as well as Holden Stace, also out of the state of Georgia. So Notre Dame has had an impact in the state of Georgia in the past. But looking at Marcus Freeman's first year as the full-time head coach, they did not sign a single player from the Peach State. I believe that uh, obviously that has changed now heading into 2024. Over the last three cycles, so I, I'm going to include actually four cycles. I'm going to include 2023, 2022. Actually, no, we'll just stick with three. 2023, 2022, and 2021, Notre Dame has signed Holden Stace, Deion Colsey, Kane Barong, Jaden Thomas, and Kari G, who is obviously not with the program as well as Kane Barong, no longer with the program as well. So they actually had a four-man class in 2021 out of the state of Georgia, but only one player in the last two years in 2022 and 2023 as we sit here today Notre Dame has already received three commitments from the state of Georgia and it's all happened over the last few weeks you got Anthony Knapp to commit out of Roswell Georgia on March 29th you got Cole Mullins star defensive end out of Mill Creek in on April 22nd committed the day of the blue and gold game. And then you got Isaiah Canyon out of Warner Robins, Georgia to commit on April 27th, shortly after the blue gold weekend. So you now have three players in the 2024 recruiting class out of the state of Georgia, which is more than you have had in the last two years combined. So you have three compared to only one in the 2022 and 2023 class and none last year. So I believe that this is the beginning of a trend. And we'll see again. We'll do the same thing 2025 to understand the trends 
of recruiting. But this tells me Notre Dame has clearly saw the data on this. And it said, we need to impact the state of Georgia. We need to. Three commitments in 2023, all happening in the last few weeks. I expect that that continues in the 2025 cycle when all is said and done. Want to talk about one that we spoke about a whole lot last year, which I think is still going to be an interesting and important area for Notre Dame, is the state of Missouri. Now, this one is really, really interesting because you look at the impact that Notre Dame was able to create in the 2023 class. You got Jeremiah Love in that class out of St. Louis. You got Christian Gray out of St. Louis. 2024, you have also already backed that up with Aeneas Williams, star running back out of Hannibal High School in Missouri. So while not St. Louis, still hitting into the Missouri pipeline. Now, they have also had some interest in other Missouri players in 2024, but conceivably, it looks like that Aeneas is most likely only going to be the only player from the state of Missouri in 2024. So a little bit of a, I don't want to say setback, because you still signed a really talented player, but you went from two to one in one year, and you missed on a couple guys. I know they were looking at guys like Ryan Wingo, obviously, Jay Sean Ross, Williams and Winari, who was a very talented player. But unfortunately, those fits just didn't always make sense, and they didn't end up coming to fruition. So you're most likely going to end up with one. But to continue a pipeline, you just have to have impact every single year. And I think getting in Aeneas Williams in a year where you sign two dynamic players and Jeremiah Love and Christian Gray to follow that up, I think you're in a good spot moving forward now. Now going to 2025, 2026, I expect Notre Dame to still try to have their imprint in Missouri. Maybe it'll never be a high-volume state, but if you can get one to two, maybe three players from the state of Missouri every single year to continue that pipeline, because they have also had success with guys like Gabriel Rubio with Tyson Ford, continuing that pipeline I think is a very smart thing for Notre Dame because it is a state, Missouri, that does not have a football power in it. And it is close enough to Notre Dame, only about five hours for most parts of Missouri, that you can have an impact because they ha- understand the relevance of Notre Dame. It's still relatively close to home. And I feel like you can have an impact in some of the, the parts of the state that really value what Notre Dame can bring to the table, the educational aspects and, and all that great stuff. So I think Missouri is a spot that needs to continue to have an impact moving forward. Wanted to talk about, and I, I didn't want to couple this. I, I wanted to couple this as a few states together. I want to talk about the Midwest briefly because we understand, and this isn't rocket science, right? You need to hit your home base. You can't let the best players out of your backyard. Can't let it happen. When I talk about the Midwest, of course, I'm going to talk about Indiana. I'm going to talk about Chicago, Illinois, just in general, because that's an hour and a half away. That's right in your backyard. But then also that extends to you need to hit into Ohio occasionally. You need to hit into Michigan occasionally. You need to steal some really good football players out of the backyards of some of your Midwestern foes, the Ohio States, the Michigans. You need to have that impact. And I really think 2023, you saw a little bit of that, right? Like you saw, you saw Notre Dame have an intention that like we need to be able to hit like a Brennan Vernon out of Ohio. You need to hit some of those players, be able to really, you know, to steal them, for lack of a better word, from Ohio State. And I feel like 2024, you have seen a big, big attention on that one. Partly, because I think 2024 is very strong in the Midwest, in your home base. 
But two, I really think that they have really prioritized can't letting guys get out of their backyard. So Cam Williams is a player out of Illinois that they already have a commitment from in the 2024 class. You talk about getting a guy like a CJ Carr, star, five-star quarterback out of the state of Michigan, getting him out of Michigan. Carson Hobbs out of Ohio, another kid that was originally committed to South Carolina, was going to go play SEC ball. You get him out of the home base, and you still have an opportunity to get a five-star defensive lineman in Justin Scott in 2024 as well. You're still recruiting guys like Aaron Scott, although it's not super likely you get the cornerback out of Springfield, Ohio. But the point blank to this is, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because I feel like we talk about this a lot, can't let impact and high-level talent get out of your backyard. That includes Styles Prescott in 2024 out of Indiana. If that's a player that you want, you got to be able to close on him, especially an Indiana kid. So I think you look at that home home base is going to continue to be a priority. And then the last state that I really wanted to hit on briefly, which I think is could be the beginning of a trend we're seeing, one that we didn't talk about enough in 2023, but I think 2024 has taken this one up to an even higher level. That's the state of North Carolina. I mean, you talk about the Mid-Atlantic. I know Brian's talked about that a ton, being able to touch some of the Carolinas, the Maryland's of the world, the Virginia's, and all those states are important, but I think what really the impact that Notre Dame is having in North Carolina is big time in 2024. You had, of course, two offensive linemen in the 2023 class. You got Sullivan Absher and Sam Pendleton out of North Carolina. You follow that up so far, and again, we're not done here potentially. You follow that up with Jack Larson out of Charlotte Catholic, tight end 2024, Charlotte Christian defensive end, Bryce Young, and Charlotte Christian wide receiver, Micah Gilbert. You are getting, again, impact talent in this year's class, opposed to getting offensive line is very important. Not, not <laughs> You'll never hear me say anything otherwise. But you're also getting impact athletes in the 2024 class, which is a little bit of a different layer than what you saw in 2023. But regardless, it's now five players in the state of North Carolina over the last two years you want to extend it back to the 2022 class. Obviously, you can talk about Jalen Sneed, who was out of North Carolina as well. But five guys in the last two classes, I believe the trend is building here. And you look forward to next year's class with the Bryce Davises of the world, with Jordan Young, safety, who I am a massive fan of. There is impact talent in North Carolina. A state again, North Carolina is a good school. NC State's a good school. But Notre Dame should be able to go toe-to-toe with those in-state powers as often as they want to. So Notre Dame attacking the Carolinas, specifically North Carolina in 2024, I feel like has been a very telling point to how they are going to operate moving forward. So again, recapping, go back to the beginning of the video if you if you were just kind of skipping around. Talked about the impact in Texas, Georgia, Missouri, the Midwest, and North Carolina trends that I think Notre Dame is going to be able to continue moving forward, not only in the rest of 2024 and uh, 2024 recruiting class, but also 2025 and beyond. So before you leave, hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, hit that notification bell. We will be back on Friday, of course, for the Friday free for all mailbag. So make sure to stay tapped in. And of course, boards at irishbreakdown.com for all the latest Intel recruiting wise, team wise. If you just want some of our great free content, you must go to irishbreakdown.com. So Ryan Roberts here on the Irish Breakdown podcast. Thank you all for joining me for a little bit of this recruiting trends breakdown. Talk to you all again very, very soon.